listening to the Hotter Than Health podcast. This is episode 71. My name is Eliza Gelman, your host, nutrition specialist, fitness enthusiast, and all of those good things. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, then you are sure going to hear about it on this episode. So I'm actually going to be posting, reposting a interview that I did this past week with Jennifer Ford Berry. She's incredible. She's a professional organizer. She's a mom. Um, She's basically just an overall New York badass. And we got to chat. We're going to talk about um, different ways to reduce bloating. We're going to talk about proper food combining. We'll talk about poop, sleep, weight loss, some hacks to throw into your daily life for moms specifically. So if you know of anybody who may be struggling with a little bit of weight loss, maybe they're struggling with some nutrition advice and they just need some quick, easy tips that aren't just, you know, you know, eat a little bit less, work out a little bit more. We go a little deeper into that than your normal podcast episode. So We're going to get into it. I'll post that in just a second. And I know last week I spoke with you guys about a fun little giveaway we're going to be doing. So hear me out. I've partnered up with a company called Stay Sexy. And if you are on your phone right now, you need to go to their Instagram. It's just at Stay Sexy. It is the most badass branding. They have the most beautiful black and white uh, aesthetic going on. You're going to love it. It's called Stay Sexy Shop and they have different things uh, like water-based lube. It's all vegan. It's all natural. And they sent me a package and it had like all these cool condoms and it had all this cool lube. And you know, some of you guys are moms. Maybe you guys don't use any of that stuff. That is fine. But you guys have heard me on different podcasts talk about lube. It's not geriatric. It's not yield. It doesn't mean you have a problem. It just makes everything better. All right. So if you guys are sexually active with yourself or with a partner or you want to be, or you think you might be soon, or if you have been thinking about it for a while with yourself and you just haven't, this is the time. And I'm saying this out loud. My dad listens to this podcast. So does my grandmother. So, you know, things are getting weird. I'm very passionate about this product as you can tell. So this product that they sent, it's a water-based lube, personal lubricant, and it's gorgeous. And it's called lip gloss. And I can't think of a better name. Definitely a double entendre. I love it. Make sure you go follow them on Instagram. It's at Stay Sexy Shop. And the bottle that they sent me, it's beautiful. It like looks good on your nightstand. It's black and white. It's cool. It doesn't just look like some triple X bang me everywhere lube. So go check it out. They give me a discount code. Um, it's at Eliza G10. So when you go check out, use Eliza G10. It's a great way to support the podcast. I want to make sure that you guys have, you know, heard my opinion about the product before you use it yourself. I've used it a couple different times. Sorry for saying that. Maybe that's TMI, but here we are. We're living, we're alive, we're pooping, we're sexing, we're having a good time living life. Um, We're going to get into this interview in just a second, but the discount code again is Eliza G10 and Stay Sexy is the brand lip gloss. As a mom, you wear a lot of hats and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29 Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. This episode of The 29-Minute Mom is sponsored by Dipsy Dabber. 
How many of you are wasting space in your garage, basement, or attic on paint cans? We were here at the Berry House and it was driving me nuts. The truth is we would never use 80% of that paint. We were only keeping it in case we needed a touch up. I needed a better solution and I finally found it, the Dipsy Dabber. You guys, this product is the bomb. The Dipsy Dabber is the easiest, cleanest, and most organized way to store your paint for touch-ups. The container is small, adorable, and it even comes with a built-in brush. No more messy cans cluttering up your home. Go to dipsydabber.com today, and my listeners will get 20% off using the promo code JFB20OFF. That's jfb 20 Oh, hey everybody, it's Jennifer Ford Berry, and I am back again with another episode of the 29 Minute Mom, where we know every busy minute of your day counts. And you guys are in for a treat today because I don't know about you, but it's that time of year where I'm starting to think ahead about my beach body and think about vacation and getting rid of these winter clothes. I'm totally over it already. Um, so we have a special guest that's going to help us get ready now so we're not cramming two weeks before we leave on vacation. So I want to go ahead and give a special welcome to Eliza Gelman. Hi, how are you? Eliza is a nutrition specialist. She's a podcaster, a personal trainer, a plant-based enthusiast, and she is the host of Hotter Than Health podcast. I absolutely love the name. And she is born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, which we know I love that state. I love that city. And now she lives in Charleston, which may be one of my top favorite cities of all time. So welcome to the show, Eliza. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay, I'm glad you're here. Okay, so I want everyone to, that's listening to just know that I only found you about maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> and I, didn't, I had no idea when I got your email. I got really excited. I felt really honored. Well, it's so funny because I am obsessed with podcasts and because I work by myself at clients' homes or in my office a lot, or I drive, like, I drive constantly, I'm always listening to podcasts that can improve my life. And I get on these kicks where, you know, I might be in a, on a, you know, spirituality kick or a how to be a better mother kick or how to grow my business kick. And I happen to be in how to have a better body kick. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't even know, but you popped up on my feed. I started listening to you and I'm going to tell you that the reason why I love your podcast is number one, you're hilarious. And number two, you just keep it really um, real, but yet you give tips that are things I can apply to my life immediately, which is what I like to bring to the 29-Minute Mom. And I can tell by listening to your podcast that you have a lot of education in nutrition. Um, and I just am so excited for you to share your um, expertise here on the show today. And um, I, as soon as I had listened to maybe about 10 episodes, I told my assistant Jessica to reach out to you. And I was so happy when I saw you on the calendar. Honestly, as soon as I got your message, I was at Valentine's dinner, day dinner with, your, with my roommates. And I was like, wait a second. Look how, look how professional this is. This looks, looks so great. I'm doing this. I'm so excited. We all like toasted to it. And oh, really? I'm very excited. Any, any chance to share the knowledge and you know, help everyone? integrate little bits of health into their everyday, I think is so important. So any platform is welcome. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you again. I got to tell you too, you'll be proud of me. I've been doing the warm water with lemon and Himalayan salt every morning since I started listening to you. 
Um, before my coffee, so go ahead and tell the listeners why you're such a huge fan of that tip. What you do is basically just take, I, I'm a freak about water. So I drink a ton. I work out a ton. I sweat a lot. So I drink more than the average person. So I start my morning with a glass of room temperature water. It's 32 ounces, which is like a full, huge mason jar. So I'll set that out the night before so that when I wake up in the morning, it's room temperature. And the reason why you want it to be more room temperature than cold is because one, it more so matches like the temperature of your internal organs. Two, it's not gonna shock your digestive system as the first thing. Um, you kinda wanna like warm your digestive system up slowly, naturally. Uh, I'll add in lemon to add some vitamin C, electrolytes. And the real reason I add in pink Himalayan sea salt, and, and I, I mean just a pinch. I mean, you tiny fingernails worth full, nothing crazy. You don't have to be chugging salt water, but um, you let it sit for a few minutes and it adds in things like Fluoride, potassium, um, sodium—all those different things that your your body is going to sweat out naturally. Even if you know you're working a desk job, you don't move that much. Your body is still expelling those minerals that you just need. So it's a great way to rehydrate yourself. I know that if you're a mom, I know that most nutrition clients that I have, their big concern when they're trying to increase their water intake, because it's just so important, is they're like, "Well, you know, I, I can't be running to the bathroom every." hour or every 35 minutes, this will help with that. So basically what it's going to do is it will help your body absorb water more efficiently and effectively. So it's not just going to be, you know, shooting through you from mouth to bladder. It's going to go from, you know, it'll absorb a little bit better into your cells. The salt will allow better absorption. So you're able to drink a lot of that water, retain it a little bit better without bloat. And then also um, you're just, yeah, you're not running to the bathroom every 10 minutes, which is what everyone is nervous about. So if you're trying to up your water intake, which is going to overall help you know, detoxify your body, help with hormone balancing. It will help with your satiety. Um, it'll help with cravings and it'll help you. I mean, with everything, um, fat burning, digestion, pooping. Um, that's really why I do it in the morning, but we'll get back to that later. Um, but, but yeah, so it's, it's really, truly the best way to kickstart every little bit of your life of your morning. So add in a little pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt, some lemon, drink it in the morning before coffee, before all that acid hits your stomach. And I promise you it will change the game. Yeah. Do you suggest putting some Himalayan salt in your water the rest of the day? Because I, and that was going to be one of my questions for you. A couple of things. I chug water all day long. Like I literally in my life only drink coffee, water, and alcohol. I, there's no other drinks I ever drink. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so basically, um, I luckily am in a position where I can usually run to the bathroom, but it's funny because as the older I get, my bladder is just getting, it must be shrinking because when I have to go pee, it's like immediately. So what does salt help with that? Yeah. Well, also, if you think about it, you know, a lot of the moms that we're talking to, a lot of moms that listen to my podcast, they, they think the same thing. They're like, is my bladder shrinking? What's going on? I feel like if I do one jumping jack, I just, am, I'm pissing myself. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, and I work in a gym, like anytime people do burpees, they're like, one second. So the, um, 
what I will say is like, if you have a, a baby, if you have multiple babies and your pelvic floor has shifted or it's gotten um, a little bit out of whack, you might not know it if you haven't done any like pelvic floor therapy. Um, the pelvic floor is basically just a hammock that basically a hammock of like internal netting that holds on to things like your uterus and your bladder. And if that's shifted at all, sometimes the bladder can be in a different position than it was before a baby. Um, you know, things move around. I don't have babies, but just assuming. And um, so things happen. So I will say, if you want to, I, I like to add it in definitely to the water in the morning because it's already been sitting out overnight. It's already completely fine. I, I, I look like a crazy crackhead with like a little vial of <laughs> powder <laughs> in my car. So um, if I have a water bottle handy, then I'll bring it to work with a little pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt so that I can fill it up when I get there. And that'll be my water maybe for the day. But it doesn't have to be for all water. If you have things like lemons or cucumbers, adding in some of that fibrous fruit with vitamin C and some of those nutrients is also really great. Um, so having just plain tap or filtered water, you know, any hydration is better than none, but if you want it to work optimally and work efficiently for you, adding in things like lemons, pink Himalayan sea salt, that's always going to be the best bet for you. And it's super easy to do. You go to Trader Joe's. If you guys are listening right now on your phone, you have the Amazon app, just click buy pink Himalayan sea salt. It'll be there tomorrow. Keep it in your car. Give it one crack inside of your water. Even if you go to Starbucks, I've, I've been to Starbucks before and I've put a little bit of, um, I'll order water with no ice and I'll do my coffee order and whatever. And then they'll see me put, uh, like a packet of sea salt in my water while I'm there and they think I'm psycho and I don't have time to explain it to everybody, but they're like, all right, she likes salt water. So I'll leave Starbucks and have that in my cup that they've given me of water. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Um, don't overthink it. You know, if you have heart issues or if you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you know, make sure that you're not doing, you know, handfuls of salt in there. You don't want to be adding a lot of sodium to your diet if you have any types of um, heart issues. So if you do have any um, pre-existing issues like that, of course, consult your doctor. But this is something that's really worked for me, worked for moms, worked for clients. And it's kind of just, I can't do it any other way now. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Trader Joe's, my all-time favorite water is their, the Trader Joe's alkaline water with the electrolytes. Mm -hmm just because the pH level is so high. And I don't see, I don't find a lot of water, bottled water that has pH that high. Have you? So pH water, I definitely, I don't even know the brand of water that I'm thinking of. Um, I know there's one that I really like called Flow and it's like in a box of water and I get it at Whole Foods. I truly, I don't really buy that much bottled water. So I'm <laughs> as much of a freak as I am about hydration, I truly don't like buy that many bottles of water. But what I will say is if you want to naturally um, have pH water, you can do a tiny little pinch of sea salt. You can do some lemon and do a little bit of apple cider vinegar. So um, that helps increase the pH of your water naturally. Um, but if you don't like the flavor, of course, like everyone's different, but having a high pH water is fantastic. It's, it's, I mean, I think everybody should try and balance out their pH all the time, especially with all the meat that people eat, coffee, sodas, sugars, like our acidity is just through the roof. Mm -hmm. So I think you're doing the right thing by having water that's pH. Any that you can find is really great. Make sure that there's not any like added chemicals or preservatives, things like that. Right, right. So you mentioned a few minutes ago, one of your favorite topics, which is pooping. If mm -hmm. anyone listens to your to podcast, which mm -hmm. I get you talk about your morning conference call, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And for those of you that may 
we did not catch um, in the intro, the name of Eliza's podcast is Hotter Than Hell. So go ahead and tell us why you're so obsessed with talking about poop. I don't know where it started. I think it's just always been something I'm really comfortable talking about. And it's not like I'm at home pooping with the door open for everyone to see. I'm not like taking pictures of it and sending it out. Um, I'm just really comfortable talking about, you know, um, what your poop is telling you and what, how it should be basically. And I don't like to use the word should because every body is so different, but, um, things like if you're not going to the bathroom every day, something's wrong. Unless you're going on extended fasts, which the majority of the population aren't, then you really need to be pooping every single day. That's one of the main components of fat loss, weight loss, hormone balance. Um, That's basically just like your number one signal, hey, something's wrong with my gut or hey, something's right with my gut. So some terms that I really like for people to look out for are things like soft bananas. So you want your, you want your bowel movement, you want your poop to kind of be the texture of soft bananas. So you want it to be like tube shaped, but you don't want it to be, you know, so hard that you're straining. Uh, straining is actually really tough on your pelvic floor for females. Um, straining is also a great way to get hemorrhoids. And it's also a, a sign that your body maybe doesn't have enough fiber. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it's had too much meat. Maybe it's had too much dairy. Um, that type of thing. Maybe it's super inflamed and rock hard in your body. super easily. That's a, that's a great sign that you are inflamed internally. So you want to be looking at your diet and thinking, okay, one, am I hydrated? Am I eating too many animal products that are going to raise acidity in my body and that are tough to digest? Am I getting enough fiber? Am I adding in enough leafy greens and mixing things up? You know, a lot of people say that they've eaten the same thing throughout their whole lives. And then all the, like, they've always been super healthy. Their poop has been really normal, but then all of a sudden something changes. Um, so hormones have a lot to do with it. Detox has a lot to do with it. Um, I think it's so important to know, like, look at your poop. There have been, there have been so many clients that I've had and I asked them, how many times a day do you poop? And how does it feel when you do it? What's it look like? You're like, well, I've never looked at it. Look at your poop. Look at your poop. If it's black like tar, if it's green like broccoli, if it's red, like make sure you're looking at your poop so that you can tell within your body. Like the week before your period, it's going to look a little different. The week during your period, it's going to look a little different. We might be a little bit constipated. So keeping track of what your normal poop does look like, um, is really a true sign of internal health. So making sure that you, you know, try things like taking a probiotic, removing dairy, removing inf- inflammatory foods like extra oils from your diet is going to be super huge. And I don't mean like olive oil or coconut oil. I mean things like safflower oil, canola oil, things that you see as typically the first ingredient on a lot of foods. Um, it's so important to go every single day. If you think about it like this, going back to the hydration. And I could go on a tangent about this. Cut me off if I need to be cut off. But um, so think about it like this. The reason why hydration is so important and the reason why optimal hydration and efficient hydration is so important is because when you're thinking from a digestive standpoint, 
it's much easier to set slide down a wet water slide than a dry one. And that's what I mean by soft bananas. Much easier to get it out there if it's like nice and lubed up than it is if you are dehydrated, your body has no lubrication to push it out. So think of your body like that. And also with the cold water, if you're drinking super ice cold water, um, have you ever, and this is a question for you, have you ever been chewing a piece of gum and then you either chew a piece of ice while the gum is in your mouth or a really cold drink of water and then the gum gets really hard? Yeah. Okay. Think about your insides and your poop and your di- the food inside your digestive system. Think of it like that. It's going to slow things down and it's going to harden them up and it's not going to make it optimal. So you want to keep that heat. You want to keep that fire. You want to keep things moving down there. So room temp water, hydration, keep it lubed up, get your essential fats, less inflammation. Things will be good. You want soft bananas. Yeah, that makes good. That makes sense. I think everybody can, you know, take that and it makes sense when you think about it that way. And it's weird Um, to talk about, but not, and truly a lot of people laugh when I ask them, but it's so important. And since these are a lot of moms listening, truly, how often have you freaked out looking at your baby's poop, thinking something's wrong with your baby? Like, oh my God, it's yellow or oh my God, it's black or something like that. Like poop is clearly important and it's an an indicator. So that doesn't change when you get older. Yeah. It's a good point. You're so worried about with your kids when they're little, but then you don't even worry about it for yourself as you get older. Yeah. Good reminder, ladies (laughs) listening, we need to also be taking poop seriously in our lives. Yes, exactly. So another thing that I think a lot of moms want to know, I know I do, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's funny. I want to talk about belly bloat and belly fat for a minute, because I've always had the body type where if I was going to gain weight, I'm going to gain it in my stomach first. I hardly ever gain weight anywhere else. Um, I think, you know, everybody has those areas of their body where they're going to put on weight first. And mine is definitely my belly. Talk to us about like serious tips. What can we do about belly bloat, Liza? You're going to hear a lot of people say, you know, um, exercise, make sure you're moving 30 minutes a day, make sure you're hydrated. Okay. Those are kind of duh factors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like we get that. One thing that I will say that might seem like a duh factor that people truly do not take seriously at all are your stress hormones and your um, lack of sleep. I can guarantee you if you're gaining, if you're gaining weight only in your lower belly, that's going to be like a hormonal imbalance that is linked to lack of sleep. If you're not getting adequate sleep, and by that I mean seven to nine hours per night, then it's going to be challenging for you to lose weight. I can't tell you how many clients I've had, members at my gym who have said, hey, I'm busting my hump, you know, five to six times per week, getting in here, hydrating, eating super healthy, doing everything I need to be doing. And I'm not losing weight. And I'll say, how much are you sleeping? They're like, well, I don't get that much sleep because I'm trying to get to the gym. No, I'm telling you, there is nothing worse for your body than putting it under stress after it hasn't had enough sleep, especially for women and our hormonal cycles, it is not good. So what I challenge everybody to do that you wouldn't have thought about doing is um, think about like when you had your period and on that week, do some research. It's better to do like light walking, Pilates, yoga, that type of workout during your period, two weeks or the week before your period is when you want to be doing 
your more high intensity workouts, um, and then two weeks prior, it, things change. So knowing your body, listening to your body, it, it's, it's made to keep you alive. Please listen to it. So some other duh tips, getting extra sleep. That's huge. Um, trying to eliminate stress is huge. Um, trying to eliminate sugars and oils is huge because that's going to cause inflammation. That's going to cause belly fat. Um, there are, you know, there are different bodies. Everybody gains weight in a different place. Some people gain weight just in their face, just in their arms, just in their butt, lucky. Um, and for some people, it's just their belly. Um, so what you want to be focusing on is trying to really set yourself up for consistency with your sleep, number one. So waking up at the same time each day, going to bed at the same time each day, and then not starving yourself throughout the day. Like there are so many times where people just aren't eating enough. Um, you know, if you weigh 135 pounds and you're looking to just maintain your weight and you track your macronutrients and find that you're only eating 1200 calories a day, then you're probably going to be storing some fat because your body thinks, okay, I need to put some of this in reserve. I'm not getting enough calories and we're working out a ton. I need to go into fight or flight mode. I'm going to store this in the lower belly. That's typically what happens. Um, I mean, some other duh tips as far as bloating, I think a great way to start your day is just with fruit, with um, no animal products in the morning, maybe until like 2, 3 p.m., uh, that way, if you think of your digestion as like a funnel, <clears throat> excuse me, if you think of your digestion as a funnel, you don't want to be loading the funnel up with the heavy stuff first. You want to be loading it up with the quick digesting fruits, berries, nuts, seeds, that kind of thing. So hold off on the eggs, the bacon, the gravy, the grits, hold that off until later, until you've had some fiber, some vegetables, maybe a piece of toast for breakfast, um, avoiding I'm just saying a lot of things that you should be avoiding. And I, I know that's <laughs> difficult. Um, well, this whole funnel thing was really good. I was listening to that the other day and I was telling my husband what you said about that. And I'm thinking how I, I've been eating either eggs or oatmeal in the morning, thinking that I'm doing something great. Like so many other people say to do that. So you're saying to do something light and something full of fiber first. Well, I think that like a lot of us are people who work out in the mornings. I think if you're going to have berries, you know, and this goes back to proper food combining, which it gets a little bit tricky. You can have a handful, a little bowl of fruit just to get your fiber in, get some antioxidants in, some low glycemic fiber. So not, not just like a full banana, get some dark, dark berries, the darker, the better. Um, and then maybe 30 minutes later, have a little bowl of oatmeal, have some overnight chia pudding, which is a great way to start your day. It's got a ton of essential fats. It's got protein. Um, but also if you're not hungry, you don't need to eat. But if you're not hungry because you're stressed, that's a different story. If you're actually not hungry and you know, you know you'll be hungry later, that's one thing. But if you're not hungry and you aren't hungry all throughout the day and you just forget to eat and then you binge, that's a bigger question. Like that's a bigger conversation to be had. Like what's going on? What's so busy in your mind? You know, that's a coaching conversation. Um, but I mean, it's not, it's not that I'm you know, yelling at people if they're eating bacon and eggs for breakfast. But what I will say is you don't need to be adding in those heavy animal proteins in the morning, which are super slow to digest. Um, you want to save those for later on in the day when your body actually has time, because in the morning, your body and your mouth and your throat and your entire digestive system 
is you have less digestive enzymes in your body in the morning. So that's why you want to be eating the easier to digest foods. Give your body a break. Like seriously, let your body digest. If you're waking up and you're automatically eating these huge meals, your body's going to be exhausted. They don't call it a food coma for nothing. You should not be super sleepy after your meals. You should be energized. That's why I'm such a huge huge advocate of proper food combining. Um, I truly feel like proper food combining is something that moms could be doing on a daily basis. That yeah, would... let's talk about that for a sec. Yeah. So proper food combining is basically not changing what you eat, but changing the order of how you're eating it. So like I said, having fruit in the morning on an empty stomach is huge. Um, so fruit is the fastest digesting food and think of it like this. A lot of people have lunch. Let's say people have it. Let's say you have a sandwich, Jennifer, for, for lunch. It's got like turkey, tomato, lettuce, spinach, whatever, bread. You have a sandwich for lunch. And then right after that, you have an apple. You're going to, a lot of times, not everyone, some people have really fast digestion, but you're going to feel a lot of disease and not disease, dis-ease. You're going to feel a lot of bloating. You might feel gas and you say, oh my God, I, I had such a healthy lunch. Like what the heck is going on? Why do I feel like I'm three months pregnant and I'm so bloated right now? And so what's happening is you've eaten the sandwich, which wants to digest really slowly. It's got your animal proteins. It's got your starches. And then on top of that, you have an apple, which is one of the faster digesting foods and it ferments really quickly. So that apple it wants to, it, it's trying to get past that sandwich. It's like, move over. I'm trying to digest way faster than you. I'm a speed racer. When it comes to bloat, when it comes to travel, highly, highly, highly recommend not having water with your meals. And this is coming from a hydration freak. You yeah. want to you want to have your water like 20 minutes before or 20 minutes after your meal. Maybe maybe five or 10 minutes before your meal, and then definitely about 20 minutes afterwards. So what's happening? Like I said before, you want your digestive system to be hot. You want it to be fiery, like an incinerator. You want it to be absorbed and quickly get through efficiently. You don't want any roadblocks. When you have water with that, it's going to slow it down. It's going to cool it down. Now, guys don't ever have this problem. You never hear guys be like, oh, can't go out tonight. I'm so bloated. It, you never hear that. It's always women. So this typically just applies for women. I don't get it. Men are freaks. So with the not drinking water, I just recommend doing, if you're going out to eat, ask for water with no ice. I always ask for hot water with lemon. Even if I'm at like Fuddruckers, I'm getting a hot water with lemon. So Make sure that you're avoiding water with your meals. And then how, how often do we hear people talking about steak and potatoes? It's like the number one classic food combining. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Your body needs different environments to digest different kinds of foods. So it needs something more acidic to, uh, to process protein. It's going to need something more alkaline to process like fats and starches. So when you're putting all these things together, your body is so confused. It's like, I don't know what environment to use. So it's, it's jumbled. So that's why you feel a lot of lethargy. That's why after Thanksgiving, everyone is in a coma. You may have only had one plate of food, but you have turkey, you have bread, you have fats, you have fruits with the cranberries. You're combining all these things. Your body doesn't know what type of environment to put it in. So 
keeping your foods and your meals super simple. Um, so a good example of this, if you do eat meat, something like salmon with a ton of vegetables, have your carbs earlier in the day. Um, salmon with a ton of vegetables, not over pasta, not over rice. If you want to do a pasta or a rice or a bread or a starch, you could do things like avocado. You could do a pesto. You could do a ton of vegetables in there. Um, leafy greens and vegetables go with anything. So those are just a couple rules that I think would truly help with bloat, help with belly fat, help with weight loss, help with energy. Like if you haven't tried proper food combining and getting better sleep and listening to your stress hormones, then, you know, come, come to me after you do that. And if that doesn't basically fix your energy levels and your bloat, then I'll, you know, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> I love it. All right. I'll, I'll hold you to that. There you go. So, um, the other thing is when like, you know how at night when you maybe, cause I, I usually work out at night. Um, and then if I get back and I'm a little hungry, what is it? What is the, what kind of snacks can we eat at night without causing us to either not sleep well, add on, you know, extra calories we shouldn't be taking on? Is there, give us a few examples of what we can actually put in our mouth um, in the evening without feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people say like, let's do fruit after dinner. It's a healthy dessert. And in some places it's going to be totally fine. And once in a while it's totally fine. Uh, fruit's just a really high vibrational, high energy food and it's meant to energize. So I would recommend avoiding it unless you're going to do things like nice cream, you blend up bananas and you want something sweet. One thing that I really always go to, it's, if, if you're not trying to intake a lot of calories, but maybe you want a salty snack, maybe you're a volume eater. I, I, I don't, I'm not peckish. I eat a lot at one time. I'm not trying to just have a bite of something. I want the whole thing. So at night you come home, let's say it's seven o'clock. You had dinner comes around eight o'clock. You're like, God, I still want something else. Popcorn, air popping popcorn is amazing. And it's so satisfying because a little bit will go a long way. So, air okay, popping. So, Eliza, you just made my whole day because that is the, my main go to. Oh and my God. I, yes. Like, I'm obsessed with it. And, okay. What do you put on yours? Well, that's the problem. I put garlic <laughs> salt on it, which is fine. And then I do put some butter on it because I don't okay. want to eat it plain. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about it the other night when I was eating it and thinking, is this really a good idea or not? So butter is, I mean, there's a ton of saturated fat and it's also an animal product. So that's totally, you know, your preference. If you're going to do any type of animal based butter substance, um, I'm not going to do it, but you could do things like ghee, which is a clarified butter, which usually is just a little higher quality, but I always get a plant-based butter. I don't use a ton of it at a time, but I'll use a plant-based butter. I use the Mioikos brand. I get it at Trader Joe's. It's like in the butter section, but how do you spell that? I'm going tomorrow. Um, am I? It looks like Mykonos. Okay. Like Greek, Greek. You'll you'll know it when you see it. I'll send okay. you a picture of this afterwards. Um, okay. Yeah, it's great. The Mioikos has great products. Uh, I like so sometimes I mix up the popcorn. I'll do either a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon, a little bit of coconut oil. I'll do uh, a little pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt. That's, those are my three ingredients. If I want sweet, sometimes I'll do a little cacao powder if I'm feeling crazy. Mm -hmm. But then if I want salty, then I'll do a little bit of that vegan butter, like a tablespoon of the vegan butter, 
I'll do a pinch of pink, pink Himalayan sea salt. And then once I scramble it all up and all the pieces are a little bit coated, I'll do uh, nutritional yeast. So it adds a little bit of protein. You're getting some B12 vitamins and it gives you that cheesy flavor. It is bomb. So really? that's a great, and it's a fam, it's a fr- family fr- favorite. So okay, and where do you get the nutritional yeast usually? I get mine. I've gotten it at Whole Foods. I've gotten it at Trader Joe's. I've got enough Amazon. It's usually in the baking section. It looks like little yellow flakes powdered. I mean, it's like, don't put it in your hand and blow. It'll fly everywhere. So that's one, that's one snack. Um, also I love if you're working out at night, a great post-workout meal, uh, that has your essential amino acids that are the building blocks of protein, um, is, pita and hummus, not too much because you don't want to overdo it on too many carbs. But if you want to do cucumbers, pita and hummus, that's such a great, great, great one. Also, if you're not, um, if you're not working out at night and you just want a little snack, I always get the little guac cups at Trader Joe's. They're so great. There's one ingredient. It's just Haas avocados and maybe some sea salt and lime. I will dip basically my hand in there. It doesn't matter anything, (laughs) anything. And for those who really like sweet things, I like to keep a bar of who chocolate. And I don't know if it's hue or who, but it's H U. I get it at whole foods. It's not the cheapest, but it's the most amazing quality. There are a ton of little better brands I'm sure out there, but I use the HU brand of chocolate. I'll keep it in my freezer, have like two or three squares a night. And then I know I'm tangenting, but let me give you guys one more, just one more. So (laughs) just one more. So there's this sweet elixir that I make. It's, it's, yeah, it's a teaspoon of cacao. Anytime I'm craving something sweet, I know that if I have this first, then I won't crave anything else. I'm like, okay, if I can just make this really quick before I eat the kitchen, then (laughs) it'll be, um, a cup of hot water, a little splash of either coconut cream or whatever kind of creamer dairy alternative milk I have just to make it creamy and frothy. And then one pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt, a dash of cinnamon, some honey or maple syrup, whatever natural sweetener you have, and then a teaspoon or a tablespoon of cacao powder. And it's this hot chocolate. It is unbelievable. I, I like it toasty, piping hot. And it's like thick and creamy and rich. And it takes me forever to drink. Kids love it. I've had clients make it for their children. You can, you can kind of dress it up however you want. And it is so amazing. I drink it cold. I drink it hot. I drink it all the time. I drank it last night. Highly recommend. So good. And it puts you to bed. Oh my gosh. Okay. So is there a link or somewhere we can get that recipe and link it to the show notes? Yeah, I have it in my, um, on my Instagram under my highlights. I have a lot of these recipes. I have a lot of these different little tips. There's one specifically for hydration. There's one specifically for workouts. There's one for salt digestion, nutrition tips. Um, and then like recipes. And I think I have a I think I have a post on it. And if I don't, I should make one. That's and do you have one for the overnight chia pudding? Um, I have a few on my, I have a few on my um, highlights. So if you check out the highlights, okay. yes, I do. And also, honestly, if you can't find it on my highlights, there are typically, it's about a shot glass worth of chia seeds, you know, a cup of water, a little bit of almond milk, and you let it sit overnight. It's the easiest thing to do. Sometimes I'll mix in oats with it as well, um, just to make sure that I'm 
getting my carbs in because I work out all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's they're kind of sprinkled all over my Instagram. It's at Eliza G underscore fitness. So definitely check that one out. Yeah. And is there anything else? So um, where people can get more information about you or more tips and yeah, um, yeah. So just go ahead um, and tell them where they can find out more about you. For sure. So the podcast is a great resource. Everything is titled out so that you can kind of pick what you want, leave what you don't. So it's hotter than health. The podcast, you can find it anywhere. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, like subscribe, share, really trying to grow it. Thank you guys. And then at at Eliza G underscore fitness is my Instagram. So I've got a ton of nutrition information there saved in my highlights. I post stuff daily based on recipes that I'm eating, what I'm ordering out, um, whether or not I'm taking on clients at that time, like kind of a mixture of everything, but it always has value. I promise to never be a person on Instagram that's posting a selfie that doesn't have a useful caption, that doesn't have any any substance to it. I have a different personal Instagram account for that. So trust me, if you follow, you'll be getting value. It's great. Oh, awesome. I love it. And do you take on clients that are not in your city? I do. Okay. And I primarily do that. And if you want to book online, you can either send me a quick DM and I can refer you to a link, or you can just go to my Instagram at Eliza G underscore fitness. Um, my website is www.elizagfitnessandhealthspelledout.com. Love it. Well, thank you so much. I really, you know, this show is even better than I thought it would be as far as tips that we probably haven't heard before. That's what I like about you is that it's, it's, you give it to us straight. There are things that we can, you know, find, you tell us where to get them. You tell us when to use them. I mean, it's perfect. So for all those busy moms listening today, this is one that you're going to love to listen to probably more than once and take notes and write down, you know, the things that you need to add into your lifestyle. And I just appreciate you so much, Eliza. I'm so glad you got to come on the show. Well, I would I can't wait to have you on mine. We'll have to figure that out. But thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to be a guest on your show. And if you listen to this today and you got a lot out of it, please, please leave us a review, leave us a comment. And, you know, as Eliza said, that's what helps grow these podcasts. So we really appreciate the love and we appreciate everybody that listens today to another episode of the 29 Minute Mom. Take care, everybody.